Good morning, gentlemen. Morning. Good day, boys. How are we all? Yeah, yeah, not bad. Morning. This is an early podcast, isn't it? This is showing our commitment, isn't it? That's the thing. Yeah. About time too. Exactly. Where have we been, you may ask? I know. Mm. Um, busy, I guess, aren't busy, we? Busy, yeah, yeah. Mm. All, but, the, all the things to do and people to see. Yeah, TV to watch. Houses to build. Oh, houses to build. How's the yes, house going, yeah, yeah. Dad? Oh, don't ask. Really? That bad? No, please do ask. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's coming along. Let's put it that way. It's uh, it's a long-term project. So... 2021, I think, isn't it? Twenty twenty. No, 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 not that long. Not that long. We're looking probably August time. Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Realistically, this year. Yeah. That's a long-term project. It's usually like months. Yeah. Months. Like if, if I say long-term project, it's like decades. Decades, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So, today's going to be slightly different, isn't it? Slightly different format, yeah. Slightly different format. We're going to oh. test a new different format. And the reason for this is because of all the Avengers buzz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I think I told you guys that I went to watch the new Avengers film, Avengers Endgame, last week. Yes. And I went at 12 in the morning on Wednesday night. So yeah, Thursday morning, Wednesday night. Because that's the best time to watch an Avengers film, isn't it? Well, no... And I also went by myself as well. Yeah. But the reason being because I didn't want to find out about any spoilers. Right, okay. And I wanted to make sure that I was one of the first people to watch it as well. Because I yeah. was genuinely excited about it. Yeah, yeah. And then I believe I was telling you, Dad, that I went at this time and you did your whole judgy type thing. Yes. And I thought, you know what? We should just record a podcast where I try and convince you. Why and it was worthwhile. Well, not only why it was worthwhile, but why the Avengers are awesome. And why the Marvel Cinematic Universe is awesome. Now, Omar, where do you sit on its awesomeness? On a scale of 1 to 10 on how awesome it is? Well, I, I kind of forget what the, the, the Avengers Universe is. So you, you'll have to remind me. Because I might have seen... I mean, I've seen an Avengers film. Right. But then there's loads of other films around the yeah. Avengers, isn't there? So you're sort of about a three, aren't you? I mean, the ones you've seen, you like, don't yeah. you? Iron Man is an Avenger. Yes. Yes. So I've seen Iron Man. So, and then dad, you're completely, totally ignorant. Totally ignorant. So it's yeah. my job today to convince you to, uh, use up a roughly around 70 hours of your life <laughs> to watch. <laughs> 70 hours. 70 hours to watch 22 films worth of cinematic wonder and cinematic glory. And I don't think that's an overstatement. No, no, before before we go that deep into it and my commitment on it, which you will never get, but let's let's (laughs) let's let's just run with it. Okay. So my idea or my knowledge of Avengers is just the title itself. Yeah. But this takes me back to the days of John Steed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you yeah. remember? And Joanna Lumley as Purdy. Yes, yeah, Is yeah. That, right? You're thinking about the Avengers TV show. TV shows, yeah. Did you know about that there was an Avengers TV show? I did know there was an Avengers TV show, yeah, but it's nothing <coughs> to do with that. In fact, interesting fact, in this country, the film, The Avengers, yeah. the original one, is called Avengers Assemble. Right. And it was for that reason, because people in this country, England... Uh, would have confused the Avengers with the original TV show. Yes, Avengers. Obviously, I was. Was it Joanna Lumley or was it uh, what's her name? Hannah, what's her face? Who was it? Was in... Diana, Diana Reagan? Uh, who's the old guy? 
And then they made a remake of that. Yeah, Patrick McNeil. Patrick McNeil, yeah. Remember that um, 2.4 children and the grandma in that? She was someone as well, wasn't she? Oh, was she? Hannah Blackman or something. Yes. Was she an Avenger or was that something different? That might have been, yeah. There were loads of those kind of TV shows around yeah. the 60s and 70s, yeah, yeah. weren't there? Yeah. With a slightly older bloke and a younger woman. Yes. Bit creepy in, by today's standards. <laughs> but back then it was like quite normal. I don't know what you mean, bit creepy. That's quite natural. <laughs> I know, it's weird, Dad. It's yeah. weird. Anyway, so, yeah, Dad. So, yeah. the Avengers, for you, is something totally different. Okay. Okay. Now, to put it into context, I've been watching since 2008. And last... You kept that quiet. I had no idea. I uh, know, yeah. Well, I just... To be honest, though, they kind of built up. Each film you just casually watched. Right, yes. And then they just built in their awesomeness. And then the culmination was with the latest film. Okay. Can, before you go, uh, obviously, I am totally novice on this one. Is this anything to do with the, the comic books? Is, is That's where it comes from. Yes. Graphic novels, yes. Yeah, yes. okay. Yeah. Graphic novels. We don't, novels. We don't call them comic Novels. Yet. Graphic novels. Yeah. Give, give me strength, God. Novels. I wouldn't call it a novel. <laughs> Picture books. <laughs> <laughs> Graphic novels. What are you on about? Yeah. You couldn't read them because they're too awesome. You'd struggle with how awesome they are. Yeah. Now, so in terms of the films, yeah. the first one was in 2008 with Iron Man. It was called Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. Now, okay. Iron Man, I'm going to explain. I won't explain every single character, but obviously the big ones. Sure, sure. I'll yeah. explain them. Yeah. Iron Man was, uh, he's like a billionaire, okay. but he dealt in like weapons trades. Right. And then something happened to him and he had an epiphany and thought that I don't want this life anymore. And he developed a suit, <coughs> which he could fly around in and like shoot bad guys and stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And although he's called Iron Man, it's not made out of iron. It's a, it's a it's tough. It's the armor he's wearing. Yeah. It's the armor he's wearing. Yeah. And I think the reason that film did so well was because of the man who's playing him, yeah. so Robert Downey Jr., who really added, like... Because I used to, like, look at Iron Man comics, and I was, like, really bored oh, by them. Yeah. It didn't interest me at all. But then the way he played the character, it really got people interested. Right. Now, the thing is, and this is the most important part, once the film finished... Usually when a film finishes, you have all your credits, don't you? And they all roll. <laughs> now, with Iron Man, something interesting happened. Once the film finished... A man, they shot, they shot to a scene of Iron Man, Tony Stark, um, Robert Downey Jr., like in his office. Uh And then out of nowhere, this guy came and he's wearing an eye patch. And he said that I'm putting a team together and I want you to be a part of it. Right. Now, anyone who's read the comics, their minds absolutely blew at this point because you thought not only is this a standalone film, this end of this show has led to something bigger. Mm. And that was eventually going to be the Avengers. Right, sure, okay. Right, okay. Yeah, which is this super team. But you've got to imagine, like, a 2008 me who'd never, like, seen anything like this. The closest I'd seen was, like, X-Men and Spider-Man mm-hmm. that had brought these comics to life. Yeah. But then for this to happen at the end of the film and, like, what's the word, elude that yeah. something bigger was coming. Sure, sure. It was amazing. So yeah. it instantly got you hooked for that. Yeah, I can hear. So obviously it's a different ball game altogether, isn't it? By the sound of it, this is going to be blockbusters, uh, isn't it? One of the blockbusters, probably the, in times to come then. God, yeah. I well, mean, the, well, they have been, haven't they? The Avengers films have been the summer blockbusters for the past, what, 11, 10, yeah. 11 years, haven't they? The, yeah. the biggest one prior to this one, Avengers um, Endgame, that's out at the moment, yeah. 
it was Star Wars. So you know the relaunch of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Force I was going to say that it's, it's, it's in that. Uh, but they've just beat that. Park, similar to sort of um, Harry Potter and yeah. yeah, Lord of the Rings and so on. So. Yeah. I think it's going to be the biggest epic for a good while now. Yeah. Because Force Awakens was a good couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. We went to watch that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, and this one shattered all that, like his opening. So these office. are real characters. They are humans. They're, they're not um, animations or... So they're, they're played by actors yeah. uh, who are sometimes like normal people, mm. but then all of the special effects and stuff are all CGI. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... All of the, basically all the films then had their own the separate heroes that make up the Avengers all had their own standalone films. Yeah. So you got Iron Man. Yeah. Who's got a suit of armor? Yeah. Superman. Superman. Shut Superman. up! Why are you doing this? <laughs> you know Superman's from a different universe. X Men. No, I'm a, no, no. I That's, thought you knew more. Yeah, more let, him, let him. Let him. explain. Go okay. On, yeah. Yeah. What? Let Omar explain. No, 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 no me. Yeah. But they shut up. Now. So originally mm. there was Iron Man. Yeah. Then there was a film with the Hulk. Hulk, yeah. You know Hulk, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, I do know. Now what what are your memories of the Hulk then? Hulk was a green creature. Uh, it was a normal man, but when he was angry, he became quite big and his color changed to green sort of thing and his trousers stretched so much. <laughs> but everything else was just ripped apart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was weird. I was like, crotch region was fine, wasn't mm, it? It's yeah. always strange. That still happens in the original film, okay. in these new films as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you would remember Bill Bixby playing. Um, yes, yeah. Was it Bill Bixby? Was that his name? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a puny little man in real life, wasn't mm. he? Yeah. But then Lou Ferringo was the guy who played the Hulk, wasn't yes, he? He's yeah. like a bodybuilder. Body builder. Yeah. Mm. But then obviously he must have been magnified on um, by some sort of... Um, Camera trickery. Not, not in the old ones. No, the old no. ones, it was just a big guy in green yeah. paint, wasn't okay. it? They did no special effects to Lou Ferringo yeah. other than his makeup. But in these new ones, the Hulk is like the size of this room. Yeah. So he's CGI. The man who plays him is Mark Ruffalo. And so they did a Hulk film. Yeah. So you've got Iron Man, you've got Hulk, you've got Thor. Thor with a hammer, I remember. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, yeah. So Thor, and he's pretty tough, isn't he? Yeah. Well, still has the hammer in his just. Isn't yes, it? yeah, so he's from a place called Asgard. Uh, but I bet it's a fancy hammer now. It's got all electronic gadgetry good. good no, it, no, no, it's got magic powers that are like electrical. Mm-hmm. So when he holds his hand up, yeah. the hammer flies into his hand. That's oh, right. And it, the thing is, only he can hold it because only someone worthy of holding this hammer yeah, okay. can hold it and then get the power of Thor. Yeah. Right, okay, yeah. So he is Thor. Uh, wasn't there a woman as well? Yes, I'm glad you said that because yeah. throughout the show, throughout these films, so throughout um, Iron Man, Iron Man 2, um, Thor and some others, mm-hmm. they introduce some smaller characters who don't have their own films but they're quite big in the Avengers. Yeah, yeah. So there's Hawkeye. Hawkeye, yeah. Yeah, who basically is he's a good uh, bow and arrow, arrowist. What do you call them? Archer. Archer, yeah, he's like a wicked archer. Yeah. But he uses like modern bow and arrows that have fancy gadgets on them and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Okay. And then you got Black Widow, who's this lady mm-hmm. who was <clears throat> originally a Soviet spy, turned good, and now she works for the good guys. Mm-hmm. I see. So she's part of the team. So those two are the most human of the lot. The rest all have superpowers. Yeah. And then probably the biggest character, probably the main good guy character. And in the comics, he's the leader of the Avengers. King. No, not Thing. What happened to Thing? 
Thing is Fantastic Four. Oh, is it? Sorry. Yeah. I'm glad you know who that is, though. <laughs> yeah. But you do have some elements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So the man is... Do you want to have another guess? Um, you would have seen him. You'll know him when I say him. Uh, there is something, but I'm not sure. The back of my mind. Is it something to do with fire? No. no? Human torture, thinking. Oh. He has a shield. A shield? Um... I'm getting warmer, but not quite. He's a captain. Oh, yeah. Um, yes, I know. Oh, Basil, you'll have to put me out. I know what you mean now, but I don't know the, the full title. Captain America. Captain America. That's yeah, it, yeah, Captain America. Now, Captain America's story is actually very sad. So, Captain America uh, was in World War Two trying to stop the Nazis. Ooh. And he was a hero then, and he was like made through like this super soldier experiment. Ah. He was like a weedy guy, but his heart was like that of like ten soldiers. He really wanted. Why are you smiling? That's true. No, I like the you, the yeah. passion that you're yeah. telling he, the story about Captain America. So Captain America, Steve Rogers, he was like a weedy guy, but he would never have been in the army. But then they said that we need someone who's really passionate about the country. Yeah, to be involved in this super soldier experiment. So he was given the serum that gave him, like, superpowers. Yeah. Nothing massive. Like, he couldn't fly or shoot laser beams. Mm. He's just a lot stronger, a lot faster. Yeah. He's got some skills. Uh, he's strategic as well. Yes, yeah, because he's worked in the army as yeah, well. So he's quite can... strategic, yeah. So that's why he was always the leader of the X-Men. Mm, yeah. The film doesn't really go into that as much. It really makes Tony Stark the leader. Captain America's kind of the moral compass. The thing is, what you have to remember is that Avengers is in modern times, but Captain America is in 1945. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I know what you're wondering. How did he end up in the Avengers? Now, this is the sad part. In one of his missions, he was trying to stop this guy called the Red Skull from destroying the world. And so he had to, he was going to use this like spaceship to blow up the planet. Yeah. And Captain America stopped it. But what happened was Captain America landed in the ocean, the like Arctic Ocean. And what has basically happened to him for the last 40, 50 years, he's been in deep freeze in yeah. ice. And they thawed him out in the modern times. So he's lost his wife or his girlfriend from that time, all his friends from that time, and he's ended up in the modern era. Yeah. Oh. So his story is very much coming to terms with how he's going to cope with the modern era. Yeah. So there's a lot to it. And so you get really emotionally invested in all mm. these characters. And you see Tony Stark, Iron Man, he's a bit of a playboy at the start. And then he settles down and really starts to care about people. Thor. Thor's just wicked. Thor, I mean, you've seen Thor. I've seen you? the Thor film, yeah. yeah. Mm. How many Thor films have there been? There's been three Thor films now. Yeah. So what this all culminated in, Dad, was a giant alien invasion. And you remember how I said there was that man who said, I'm putting a team together? Yeah. This culmination was happened in this film where there was this big alien invasion... And all these aliens were trying to attack Earth, and the Avengers all got together and saved the world. Wow. Through all their powers. And it was like them working together for the first time. Mm. Yeah. And then they saved the world. That was a good film. I watched that one. Was that Avengers Assemble? Yeah, that was Avengers Assemble. That was a very good film. Now, that was phase one of this whole process. You know, I told you there's 22 films. Yeah, yeah. That was roughly about seven or eight of the films. Right. So already, as a fan base, you you would have already had your original comic book fan base who like liked the sorry graphic novel fan base yeah who would have liked the shows and wanted to watch them and see their characters come to life, but because the all these films rolled into each other, you were bound to watch the Avengers film because you wanted to see all of them come together. Mm. 
Yeah. I see what you mean, yeah. So just at this phase, have I convinced you to watch those first bunch of films? I think, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Because there's quite a lot that goes into it. And that while you were talking to me about <clears throat> that, and I was getting all um, all knowledgeable about things, and then I remember there's something that I want to share with you. This won't take long, probably a few minutes. That I was listening to a program on the radio the other day, and I don't know what program was. And all of a sudden, some there were two people there, character there, uh, a man and a woman, and they started a conversation. And she said, well, "What is the point of the moon?" Oh, yeah. And then the guy says, "The moon is very important to us because uh, uh, they control it controls tides and things." So I said, mm. "Okay, apart from tide, what else has moon done for us?" And they go on into it. Right. So eventually, it just reels out what the, the the theory behind it and how we came about and how important the moon is to us. Right. And the theory is that they they were the collision, the fantastical collision between a planet and Earth, mm. and then it destroyed the bit that was coming to it, and they just shattered everywhere. The bits shattered into into space, mm. and then eventually, when things cooled down, they all came together again. And some parts of that came to form the moon. Really? Yeah, that is a theory. And then, so is it? Is it within the Earth's gravitational pull? And because it it, it orbits the Earth, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, yes. this is this is the, the amazing thing: how it happened and where it is positioned, almost yeah. by a miracle. miracle. Yeah. And what also happened with that uh, collision? It tilted the Earth. Mm. Tilted wow. the Earth in such a way that it created seasons. If that hadn't happened, we would have had a constant hot season all the time and the yeah. life wouldn't have been wow. possible. And moon is the one controlling the seasons, the way it rotates mm. around the earth. Yeah. And that that's where we get winter, summer, spring wow. and autumn. Wow, Dad. I had no idea. As I said, it was fascinating. And it goes on to other things as well, how important the moon is to us. So yeah. I'll just... Put that in because while you were talking to me about you know people out there trying to destroy Earth, yeah, uh, and you know this planet doing this and the other, but it has seen some amazing uh, effects already, but it still is there. And if anything, all those um, things have happened in the past uh, for the benefit of the Earth. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, had had you take one of those things away, we wouldn't have existed. We wouldn't have existed. No. Interesting you mentioned the moon. Sorry, we're going off your Avenger love. That's fine. Uh, but Carry you, on. I, I've read something on uh, this website called Science Pi, and it says Earth might have 25 hours in a day in the future, and that is because of the proximity of the moon. Ooh. Yeah, moon is moving away, apparently, yeah, about one centimetre a year. Yeah, and that is affecting the rotation of the earth yeah oh my they god they said about 1.4 billion years ago the days used to be just 18 hours and 41 minutes why because the earth was so the moon was so close to the earth yeah yeah, yeah. Why, Crazy, is, isn't there why is the moon moving away have we hurt its feelings i suppose it's like anything it's everything person, is expanding yeah. isn't expanding, it yeah right of course it's the expanding universe mm. yes yeah Fantastic. What I will say, though, guys, when I'm talking about the Avengers, I don't like the idea of your mind wandering off to other stuff. Sorry. So as lovely as it is that you're thinking about how lovely the moon is, can you please concentrate on what we're talking about? Yes. So we'll do a little Avengers test now, Dad. Okay. Okay. So who was the first film about? The Iron Man. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, Who are the two characters 
who are less known? What are their names? Um, Hawkeye. Oh, well done. And uh, Black Widow. Oh, he's good, yeah, isn't he? Very good, Dad. Well done, Dad. And which uh, period of time is Captain America originally from? 45, 1945. Fabulous. So World War Two time. He's done it's a lot, hasn't he? Yeah. Now, don't what... even need to watch the films now. Oh, no, he didn't. No, no. Now, what brought all the Avengers together? In that big film, what was the threat? There was a threat. There was a guy called, I can't remember his name, but he was hell-bent to destroy the Earth. A big baddie. Big baddie. Yeah, and then they joined up. Uh, it was Captain America yeah. who decided to um, gather all his... Um, sort of equivalent you know with super Goodies, yeah. mm. people to form Avengers now you close there that that was it in the comics but oh. it was actually uh, this man called Nick Fury you know the man with the eye patch that I mentioned ah. it was Nick Fury now he's in charge of this uh, big intelligence agency called S.H.I.E.L.D. so he's been keeping an eye on all of the they call them meta-humans all the like superpower humans yeah. right and he knows that he'll need them one day to like draw on their strength for the Avengers now Fast forward 22 films later yeah. to Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. So I'm not going to give any spoilers in this because it's unfair to anyone who's not seen the film. But I think this is what makes it so awesome. So throughout these 22 films, even in those first few films, in each of these films, in each of the big ones, the the threat within those films always centers around some sort of powerful object. Yeah. So, for example, with Captain America, the the baddie in Captain America, the original Captain America film, he's trying to destroy the world by uh, using this thing called the Tesseract, which is this blue cube. Now, I, I, in its when it stands alone by itself, that cube already looks like quite dangerous. Right. And then you go to another film, so you go to one of the Thor films, and the baddie in there is using this thing called Ether. And by itself, seems like like nothing major. But what you slowly talk, start to see throughout these 22 films is the, the, the six objects that have been spread around the universe. Yeah. And if they're combined together, they were kind of like during the Big Bang and the, for, uh, and the formation of the world, there were these six uh, key stones called the Infinity Stones. Yeah, yeah. One's for power, one's for space, one's for time, one's for reality, one's for mind and one's for soul. And they scattered around the galaxy. And you know the big baddie that you mentioned right at the start? Mm-hmm. Throughout these whole 22 films, this guy is on a search for those six stones. Oh, I see. Oh. And his reason for getting those six stones is not for good reasons. He wants to has do he got any? Has, what has he got so far? So in the first couple of films, no, he hasn't got any. And it slowly builds to them. And then the one that was out not so long, his name is Thanos. And Avengers Infinity War, which was last year, was the third Avengers film. And it was the first introduction of Thanos actually doing something quite bad. So he's got this gauntlet, this glove, because you can't hold those Infinity Stones. Because if anyone holds them, he'll explode because they're just too powerful. So he's had this magic glove created that he can put all of the stones in that. And then if he gets them all, he can basically do what he wants. So wow. those films have culminated in this guy trying to get it and the Avengers trying to stop him. And it's just done so well. Mm. I won't tell you, Uma, because you've not seen it, have you? No, and I probably would watch it. Yeah, you'd probably watch it. But yeah, it's just, I think the fact that the smartest thing for me, you can tell that it's comic writers that have had their involvement in this. 
Yeah. Because to make 22 films all interlink and to like, when you watch them back and you think, oh, now that bit makes sense. They call them, like a lot of people in uh, films or in games or comics, will call them Easter eggs. Right. So if you watch an older episode of something, or if someone says something that's a reference to one of the old comic books, that's yeah. known as an Easter egg. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because it's like something that only fans would know about. And these 22 films are all interlinked and have built to this big crescendo mm. of awesomeness. And the way they've done it is, you know what I said to you with the Captain America films leading up to Avengers? Yeah. That was known as phase one. And so when that was finished, then the Marvel told us there's going to be three <laughs> phases. So we as fans were like, oh my God, there's three phases that are going yeah, to yeah. lead to something massive. Yeah, yeah. Phase two was setting up like smaller characters. Like I bet you've never heard of Doctor Strange. I have heard of Doctor Strange. Or have you? He's not like your doctor or anything. You've actually heard of no, the no, character Doctor yeah, Strange. Yeah, I have heard of Strange. Uh, Ant-Man? Ant-Man, not sure. Most, most people wouldn't have heard of some of these. So yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange, it's impressive that you've heard of him. Yeah. Black Panther? I've never heard of Black Panther as well. Uh, Ant-Man? And no. And uh, Guardians of the Galaxy? No. See, these are like additional characters. Oh, and Spider-Man was thrown into it as well. So All they right. do introduce Spider-Man. There was an issue with Spider-Man, though, because he belonged to Sony. And uh, not not Marvel and Disney, but because uh, there was an agreement made between Sony and mm. Marvel, they got to use them again. Wow. And so all these guys have slowly been introduced into these films and right. little Easter eggs in them. And you'll see, like, Thor pop up in one of their films or Captain America pop up in one of their films. Uh-huh. So it's like this nice little universe that they've created. Yeah, yeah, it sounds that way. Um, so... Uh, just going back, when you used to be buying comics and stuff, there were more than a few of these, weren't they? Are there any other comics that which have not been included in this yeah. little universe? You're absolutely right. So, originally, and you probably wouldn't remember this, but obviously this is where I started reading comics. My first introduction to comics was first... It was really Umar yeah. who brought me a Superman comic that got me slowly interested in comics. But uh, prior to that, or just around that time there was a TV cartoon called X-Men. Right. Now, you've heard of the X-Men, yeah, yeah. Wolverine and Cyclops. Yeah. Those films were made, but they were made by, I think it was Warner Brothers. Right. And um, Spider-Man was made by Sony. So those had all been made, but they were all standalone by themselves. And mm. so they couldn't really interact within these films because of like yeah. licensing and, and film contracts and stuff like that. However, Disney have now bought the rights to... I think they have, to, to Fantastic Four, where the thing is yeah, involved, yeah, yeah. and X-Men. So you could have f- phases in the future, which has all these characters in as well. Who would have thought, you know, those, how many years, 40 years ago? More or less, yeah. isn't it? 35 years ago, that these things will become such a phenomenon, such mm. huge yeah. Uh, yeah. A business that it's incredible. Yeah. And you'll have your people that don't like them and feel that they just take up all of the space in terms of the cinematic universe, yeah, don't yeah. they? It's almost like the the westerns of the old days. It was all westerns, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, things move. And it is, obviously, it's quite right. If the, the market is there, if people there are, yeah. are still want to watch this, yeah. thing, there's but, nothing wrong with it. But they've done it so sensibly. I think that they could have done it in a way, like the X-Men, that isn't... The originals were brilliant, but now they're like, uh, because there's no... If you've not grown up with them, it's kind of like there's no investment from anyone. Yeah. Mm. Whereas would this you, has kept you invested. Can I ask though, uh, would you consider these films to be 
anything other than pure entertainment. For example, what I'm trying to uh, find out is, is there any knowledge benefit for the youngsters there who grow up? When you were reading comics here, it's quite a lot That's of a it fantasy world, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. But was there anything... You probably wouldn't have heard some of the things that happened in the universe or universe yeah. of the band. No, no, no. If it hadn't been for that, would yeah. it? Yeah. So is there any benefit in watching these films and saying, well, it's not just pure entertainment and action-packed, yeah. but there are things that which you can actually take board and be more knowledgeable mm. about the universe. For yeah. Example. Are there any life lessons to be learned? Life lessons. I, I wouldn't say it's got anything to do with science or learning about the universe because all of that's done within the... Like, world of fantasy. For, yeah, world yeah. of fantasy. Um, I'd say that it's more about the resilience that people mm. have. The it's important, a character building character to something. Building, yeah. The yeah. And I think the one that's the biggest for it is the importance of diversity. So uh, although these films are like massive mm. in the public domain and, and like the public love them, they're never the type to win Oscars no, or BAFTAs no. or anything like that. However, there has been one that won it. And I don't know if it won the main award for it or if it won it for a particular actor or actress, but it was Black Panther. Yeah, and the reason why Black Panther was such a big deal was because it was pretty much an all black cast, yeah, an all black director, and it was bringing black people to the front of this film. Yeah, yeah, and it was it's a really nice film in the way that it's done. Where that's good. That the central hero is is a person of color, mm. and it it's it's been really celebrated as a very powerful film yeah. and like incorporating you diversity. Quite, I think with diversity goes a bit deeper than that or should do, not just the race and the colour or, or, or colour of actors or whatever or characters. <clears throat> but what always, when I was young and everything that you watch films, they're always based on West. Everything mm-hmm. happens in the West. The yeah. aliens land in West. The, yeah. the big f- f- wars of fat in West, which I probably know. And everything that happens, it happens in West, as if there is nobody else in this world. Yeah. You know, the rest of the world is forgotten. Yeah. So to me, diversity goes deeper or should go deeper deeper than that. Yeah. Include other races, other continents. Yeah. Other people, for God's sake. I mean, how do you feel about the fact that the Avengers is led by a guy called Captain America? Exactly. I mean, I know that these these comics have all come out in America, haven't they? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I think it's a, I'm impressed with what Marvel have done to take characters that were created in a time where this was just the done thing. You would have your six foot three blonde haired male guy yes. being your central hero. <laughs> yeah. And then to shift it where they have taken it away and put the onus on a number yeah. of other characters for them to take the comic arcs that they did from the de- back in the day. And do that has been quite impressive. Yes. yes. But I can imagine it's not been easy. And it's had a positive impact on the comic universe as well, because comics are still being created today. Yeah. But they've shifted a lot of stuff. For example, there's a Miss Marvel who's from India now. There's a Thor who became a woman for a while. Yeah. There right. was an Iron Man yeah, spin-off, which was, a, yeah. it was a, a young black girl as well. So they've really tried to incorporate that diversity. I think they're moving. Well. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it's a it's an age-long phenomenon isn't it or, or issue if you like i mean jesus is always portrayed to be somebody who was uh, european or white wasn't it yes mm. yeah uh, in, and that's how our thinking has been conditioned yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah is it true that recently the captain marvel film came out and that was they were waiting for that film to come out so they could close the avengers saga Yes, she's, yeah she, she's she's a big big part big in it part, she's yeah. a big and the important thing is this is she yeah she Carol, in the comic, she's Carol Danvers. 
she was Miss Marvel in the Miss Marvel. she was Miss Marvel in the comics, and I think there was a Captain Marvel who was a man, and right. so they've shifted some stuff around because that was that was actually Marvel's first female character. So you're talking film twenty mm. out of twenty two where you had your first female lead role. Mm. Now DC, on the other hand, have done that really well. Because they have Wonder Woman. DC. So DC, so there's Marvel, which yeah. is Spider-Man, X-Men, Avengers. Yeah. And then DC, and DC is really known for like two big guys, Superman and Batman. Yeah. But they've got Wonder Woman, they've got Flash, they've got Green Lantern. Mm. And they're trying to create their own version of this. Yeah. But it's just, they're struggling a bit because, because Marvel did it so well. Yeah. Yeah. They, I don't think they can use the same tact with they it. Probably not. But the good, the positive thing that they did, and it did really well, was make their first female lead film, which was about film three in theirs, and it was Wonder Woman. Yeah. Which was yes. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so it, it, on the inside of it, and just looking at it, it's these fantastical, uh, crazy films. But then on the political side of it, there's so much stuff going on as well. Yeah. yeah. But when it's all said and done, isn't it? It's the box office, isn't it? It's the mm. business. And people with, with all good intentions will do things which sell better or which are known to be, which is the, the known factor or common factor, isn't it? Because all of a sudden, if you change the cast into, say, because you try to take the diversity box into something totally different, it, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't sell. Yeah. Without giving a spoiler away, they, they do this wicked, this wicked celebration of all the female characters mm-hmm. within the film. In the last film, and I think they do that really, really well. They do it in both the Avengers films at the end, which really gives a spotlight to all the female characters in it. And they, that's done super well. I suppose it's empowering, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Is there any part... I mean, like, the Avengers films, all the Iron Man, Thor... The, this is entertainment for the masses, isn't it, really? There is nothing in these films that you would say, well, that's a bit independent or that's a bit... Where's that coming from? It is entertainment for the masses, isn't it? Yeah. But what really, like, I've got to applaud the people who've done this is, do you think that they had the idea for this for, for, for this phenomenon right from the get-go? Uh, I, You know what? Definitely phase one. Yeah. I'd love, you know what? I should actually read about that. How, because how we all come together. The way it all flows, I would say that they knew. In fact, yes, I do know that they've had this vision. Yeah. Because at the end of Avengers, mm. right at the end, is the first glimpse of Thanos. You know, the main, yeah, the, main yeah. bad guy. Yeah. yeah. And for me to think that they wouldn't show Thanos if they weren't going to use him a lot later on. Yeah. Whether or not they've changed the order of how they're going to do it and everything. Yeah. That will have shifted. But not immensely, I don't yes. think. But I'm thinking, like, say, if you were later on down the line, if you were to get these box sets that are quite popular. Yeah. What would the box set how include? Would it include, have to include all those films? Yeah, because I was thinking, you know, the second I finished watching Avengers, so bearing in mind it was three o'clock in the morning, half three in the morning, and I came home and I couldn't sleep because it was like really exciting. <laughs> so I was trying to make a mental map of the order in which you should watch the films yeah. for it to make sense. And yeah, you could argue that one or two, if you didn't watch it, it won't matter. Mm. But at the same time, if you're watching it as a novice and to feel emotionally invested in all the characters, you should watch all of them. You should watch. Yeah. But they're right. enjoyable on their own as standalone yeah. films, aren't they? They are. Really? They are. Yeah. So will they be eventually available on likes of Netflix and things like that? Yeah, you can get a handful of them on Netflix. Although Disney is creating Disney Plus at the moment, and I think they're going to throw them all onto there, oh, okay. which yeah. will be their streaming service. Mm. So I think that's where you'll get it from. 
how things have changed. It's incredible, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the, uh, cinema is like as this is a a considerable chunk of people's life, isn't it, that has been dedicated to what, the watching of this. Yeah. So you got to imagine, Saga. bearing in mind that what was I? Was I twenty six? Yeah, so like eleven years ago, wasn't it? So yeah, I was twenty five, twenty six when I sat and watched Iron Man. So like, you can't help but get emotional when you're sitting in there because you think this has been eleven years of my life culminating <laughs> to this. Yeah, it's been a couple of emotional weeks for me because yes. obviously Game of Thrones is coming to an end, and then this whole Avengers yeah. saga, and that's a lot of years that I've wasted off my life. I was working out; it's like seventy hours of Avengers, yeah, over seventy hours of Game of Thrones. I've used a lot of my life with all these things. There's a lot of popcorn. Yeah. Mm. I wonder how people will see it. How would people judge you or history will judge you? Not that, you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a man the age of, you know, 50 still watching uh, yeah. what, what essentially the comic book. Okay, graphic it's novel. Been screened, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> graphic novel. Yeah. Been televised or, or uh, turned onto a screen. Would you? I, I don't know. Ah. I suppose that. The main thing in this is the main feature, if you like, the element that we're discussing is the story of good against evil. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But for me, it's definitely nostalgia because when I was sitting in there watching it, I wasn't just thinking about me watching Iron Man in 2008. Yeah. I was thinking about me years ago reading comics. Yeah. And there was one comic that was wicked. And I think about it now. And I was pretty old when I, when I got it because I got back into comics. I was about 18, 17, 18. And they rewrote the Marvel Universe and called it the Ultimate Universe. Yes, yeah. yeah. So they made these characters, instead of all being like huggy, kissy, eat your vitamins, say your prayers, all that stuff, yeah. they tried to make them a bit more realistic. For example, Tony Stark, Iron Man, had a drinking problem. And Ant-Man... He had some issues with regards to domestic violence and stuff. So, yeah. although they were heroes, they had a dark side yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. And one of the characters that they rewrote was Nick Fury. Now, Nick Fury in the original uh, comics has always been like this big soldier, white guy, blonde hair, eye patch, typical like a Dolph Lundgren style Arnold Schwarzenegger hero. Yeah. yeah. But they'd rewritten him to be this black guy from the streets, had a bit of an attitude to him. And there's one scene in that comic in The Ultimates where he sa- they're having a conversation and they're saying, oh, who would play you in a movie? And they're all saying, oh, Captain America says, oh, Brad Pitt would play me. Such and such would play yeah. me. And then Nick Fury says that, I oh, forget that, the only guy who could play me is Samuel L. Jackson. And it just so <laughs> happens Samuel L. Jackson is the guy Maybe, who plays yeah, him yeah. in the films. Yeah. So it's wicked. So what does that tell you? I know. I think that that was... Written, and I don't know if that was one of the comics that sowed the seeds. You've not read The Ultimates, have you? No. The Ultimates are wicked. but They're, they're really good. They were like gave a really gritty take of what the Avengers could be like. Yeah. 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 But I just love that. And when you look at it, because obviously a lot of people don't know that because they wouldn't have read the comic. But for me to sit there, and there's lots of little Easter eggs, me watching all that stuff and thinking, yeah, this is wicked. Ah. How do you, a fanboy and a comic book reader, feel about people who don't read comics watching these films? I'd say originally you did, you, you thought, oh, you, like, why are you watching it? Why are you getting yeah. invested in this? Why do you yeah. care? Yeah. But they've, they've become their own, their own beast now. Yeah. And the, the way that the films have developed now, you can't say that to anyone. Because mm. I didn't know all the characters. I knew of Doctor Strange. I didn't yeah. know, like, specifically enough about him. Mm. 
And same with the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that's when it twisted because Guardians of the Galaxy was no one expected any big stuff from these guys. They were basically four four jerks up in space mm. that all meet and become a team. But they're not like the Avengers. They're all a bit like ex-cons and stuff like yeah. that. Mercenary types. Yeah, mercenary tribes. But they all develop and bond together. And because that became a success and no one was expecting it to be, yeah, that's when it really opened the window for like, yeah, this isn't just a comic book film. This is anyone. Like Mel's mom. Mel's mom has seen Guardians of the Galaxy and she loves it. Yes. And that got her slowly hooked into not the whole Marvel Universe, but she's seen some of the films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Dad, you got some watching to do now. Shall we leave you to start watching the films? No, I will have a go. I can't promise fully that I will commit myself. But obviously, I come from a different uh, place than you. You, it's not, it, To me, it's in your blood, I think. That yeah, I've grown up with it, yeah, haven't I? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's not just that that film. It's films in general, isn't it? The way we consume films is different to the way Dad yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I still feel, if I'm honest with you, apart from a bit of entertainment point of view, the rest is just a waste of time. Because the stories do repeat themselves. And like I said earlier on, basically it's just the story of good against evil. You can take any film, any drama, anything out. That's what it is. Mm. Yeah. And it, there's only so many ways that you can make it exciting and, uh, um, you know, yeah. that you want to compulsively watch it what you have become there's a, a danger a cult of some sort isn't it you're a fan I'm a hardcore fan of yeah. it yeah and I because uh, I say to Mel she should sit and watch them and then I say that I'm kind of sad that you can't have the same feeling that I had watching them waiting for them to come on yeah 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 but then like the only other person who really gets it is Sanj because like out of all of my friendships so yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. me and Sanj both grew up with like comics and stuff and like, he wasn't massively into his comics, but we were talking about it to Hardy the other day. And uh, we were on, like, a little WhatsApp group on it. And me and Sanj said, yeah, we got it's really emotional, isn't it? And Hardy was, like, taking the mick out. Was, Why are you getting emotional about a film? <laughs> I go, you don't understand. And that's well, why isn't I, Hardy? Uh, no, Har- Hardy's missed them all. And I don't understand. He, he casually texted me and he said, he put in a WhatsApp group. He said, would I have to watch all the films to, like, really understand what's going on? And I said, no, but you have to watch all the films to really understand what's going on. <laughs> and Sanjay was, he was, he probably shouldn't have asked us to because we're yeah, quite yeah, passionate yeah. about it. Mm. You should have asked me. Yeah, you go, no, I don't watch it. <laughs> the, I don't, yeah. I, I watched the Avengers Assembled film. To, to me, that's one of the best films I've seen at the cinema. Yeah. For, really? for the sheer entertainment value of it. But even not completely being re- uh, uh, aware of what's going on in the that universe, you still identify with characters like the Hulk. Yeah. And um, Iron Man. And there's some really good bits in it. Well, I do. And I mean, yeah. I'm different. But because of your association with the comic books, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, uh, I was exposed just a little bit, I suppose, yeah. to it. Because um, if I'm honest with you, I used to occasionally pick up one of those and read a story or something and not get into it like you did. Yeah. No. I mean, you were doing all sorts of things. There's a lot of merchandise all around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, hell of a lot of other stuff. Uh, there was annuals as well, do you remember? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And also, I think... Uh, but, um, yeah, I still find it interesting. It, yeah. It's not something that I detest or think, oh, no, no, no. I, I can see fully. And that's the reason I'm able to appreciate your commitment to it. Yeah. And these are like bright, vibrant characters, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They're, fun to, they're fun to watch. Yeah, and they, they have a fine balance of, like you said, you can invest in those characters. Oh. Like although Tony Stark is a bit of a jerk, you really do yeah. root for him as well. Yes. 
He's an interesting Montani stock. He's kind of like an not anti-hero, but he's he's not he's not a completely good guy. He's he? got an ego. That's the thing. Ego, he's, got, yeah. he's very apparent about the ego that he's got. Yes. But that, then when he does something that's quite noble and heroic, that mm. makes it all that much better. Whereas it's the opposite with Captain America. Sometimes you want him to be a bit of a jerk. <laughs> yes, yeah. And in, moral, these, yeah and in these films, he starts to like loosen up a little bit. And yeah. some, they're funny bits in it. Interesting they include characters that are human-human, aren't they? Like... Uh, um, Aven- yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye and, and yeah. Black I think there is a hidden message there, even though it's not prominent. Uh, for for kids who read and then they can learn things from it and form their own opinion about the world. Yeah. And comics do have that ability because they are totally, in a in a way, uh, unbiased in when it comes to diversity, if you like. Yeah. Of course uh, they, they are. Yes. They are, aren't they? Yeah, they, they, yeah, they yeah. As I said, the, the basic theme is that, you know, that guy is bad. Uh, yeah. And we need to sort him out, which is a good thing. Yeah. As opposed to some of the other activities the youngster probably could get involved. And I'm talking about... Uh, you know, uh, uh, football hooliganism is one of them, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And that doesn't yeah. mean to say the football in itself is bad, but somehow it it's just been butchered it's into, butchered yeah. into that. yeah, 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 definitely. There's something quite noble about these kind of worlds, isn't there? In as as much as well, race as race and gender has ceased to matter. No, exactly. Another exactly. Threat, isn't there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Right. Always look at the Star Trek universe. I know you're not a Star Trek fan, but you know you get yeah. Trekkies, don't yeah, you? Yeah. And I watched a documentary about um, Gene Roddenberry, the creator of uh, Star Trek, and and they said that he, the way he was writing, was almost like he was jumping over all the issues of race because out in space there's no there's no, yeah. there's no such thing as race. Yeah, exactly. yeah. brilliant. And Lieutenant Uhura was one of the first black characters to be portrayed on screen as a strong. Central female character. Yeah, and she yeah, was, wasn't yeah. she? That was decades ago. Yeah, decades ago, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's always interesting, though, like the villains in these. Do you think sometimes the villains have got a nationality? Even though they're alien, <laughs> they still seem to have some sort some of nationality. Element of nationality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Usually from like the Russia area. Russian area, area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mr. Spock was all right. I mean, he was, he, they did take, they used to take yes. this out of him yeah. being. Falcon, but um, in a in a perhaps likable way, isn't it? Mm. Yes, he's an interesting character, isn't he? Yeah, emotionally. Are there any other big franchises that you think that you would you've been not as invested in? Now, this is the thing because I always think about like when I was young, and I remember when Lord of the Rings finished, and I was like, oh, what am I going to do with my like December's now? Like Lord of the Rings is done. Well, that was three films, wasn't it? Yeah, three, three films. Long films yeah. yeah. And then I always think something does come up if you wanted to come up. Like yeah. Game of Thrones, I was at an age where I shouldn't have been involved in anything to do with Game of Thrones, but I got into Game of Thrones very quickly. Mm-hmm. So there's always something. So I'd never say never with this kind of stuff. But I do think in terms of the Marvel Universe, it'll be interesting to see whether or not I'll go and watch the rest in the cinemas or yes. not. Because this, for me, Phase 3 was kind of the culmination mm. of it. And anything new, I'm not too sure. Now, I mean, in between those films, you still went to the cinema to watch other films that weren't part of a series. Yeah. Usually with, like, for Amelia and... Um, yeah, yeah, with Mel. And it's like, what's the point? Yeah. It's like, you're not leading to the end of Avengers. <laughs> yeah. But this is a danger, Buzz. You watch these kind of things and you think, well, I always want more now from this yeah, film. Yeah, definitely. I'm emotionally numb. Yeah. Now, to anything else, when it comes to the cinematic universe, I'm numb. Now, this is how bad it is. Yeah. Batman and Superman, Batman versus Superman, which should have been the epic of the world, yes. did nothing for me. 
But that, yeah. was a, but that wasn't a very good film, though. But no, it? I think that it just got the bad press because of the fact that Captain America was out at the same time and people were like way more excited about Captain right, America. Okay. So they've been unlucky, DCI. Hopefully they'll turn it around. Um, anyway, so I'm glad that you've entertained me uh, selling you on The Avengers. Yeah, well, I am half convinced that it's worth investing a few hours to watch them. I want to spend 72 hours. That's what you said? 70 hours. 70 hours. But... Give, give give Dad some key milestone films that he can watch. And, and basically... Yeah. Well, watch Iron Man. Watch Iron Man. You'd okay. like Iron Man. Watch... He's an engineer. Yeah. I think once you watch Phase 1, you'll be interested. Okay. And you have the benefit of watching it at home yeah. and pausing it. Yeah. Bear in mind, once that first episode happened, that first film happened, and the end credits rolled, and we saw that clip at the end. Mm. We then realised that we had to stay until the end of every single <laughs> Marvel film to see what yeah. would be the post-credit scene. Okay. And my bladder has been destroyed because of that. Mm. <laughs> Honestly. No, that's a, nothing is worth that much. To yeah. So that's the one lesson I'll give to the listeners. If you are going to look at watch these films, be grateful you can pause them. Yeah. Okay. Right. On that note, thank you very much for listening uh, and we shall talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. So that's another Siddiqui Ramblings wrapped up. Thank you very much for listening. If you'd love to get involved, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So that email address again is thesiddiquisgb at gmail.com. We're aiming to make this podcast a weekly episodic podcast and that can only be done through uh, reviews. So if you guys could review us, five-star reviews on iTunes, that would be a massive, massive help to get the word out. So the more reviews, the better. Until next time, it's bye from Basit Siddiqui. And it's bye from Sid Siddiqui. And it's bye from Umar Siddiqui. See ya.